Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Episode 107. (laughs) We both said reluctantly. Um, Is it definitely 107? I hope it is. Yeah, it's 107. Yeah, I think that's what I have in my notes. Yes, 107. Okay, well, let's just go with it. Episode 107. So today we talked to um, the eldest of the Scott brothers. Yes. Um, Elder Scott. Elder Scott, yeah, yeah. He was blessed with brains, um, but he didn't get the looks. I got all of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Every um, so often, the Nordy accent comes in. A oh, you can hear it, can't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was bad into it so we were young. No, not really. Um, so we talked to Damien about EV cars. Yes, EV he's, cars. He's somewhat, cars. somewhat of an expert. He's Actually, an enthusiast. When we say EV cars, are we saying electrical vehicle cars? Yes, that's what they're called. Electrical vehicle cars. Or ve- vehicular cars. Right, okay, okay. Maybe. Could we not just leave it at el- electrical vehicles? Yeah, but when you say EV, I'm going to get an EV, it sounds like you're going to hospital to get fluids. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, we did the we did talk to him about EV cars, his best friend Elon Musk. Um, we Yeah, we did a whole thing on yeah. the news was there as always. Yeah. We had our shell bombs. He's and just basically trying to convince you to buy an electric car. Yeah, that's basically. That's basically what the episode's about. He did a decent job. He did, yeah. He, he nearly got me when he talked about I'm the car. I'm going for a test tomorrow. The ca- are you ready? <laughs> the car farts. So <laughs> yeah, I d- farts. I'm, I'm on board. Okay, um, let's, let's try and name it, shall we? Yes. Name it. Okay. Um, Sexy Scott Sandwich. <laughs> Sexy Scott Sandwich. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Or plug me in, Scotty. Oh, that's good, too. I like mm. Sexy Scott Sandwich. What have you got? Well, will it, will I, what was what was Damien's suggestion? F- it was fully charged, I think. Yeah. But then you changed that to what? Damien fully loaded. <laughs> no, Damien's oh. full load. Oh, Damien's, Damien has a full load. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, well, my one was EV cars. You must be kidding. Oh, okay, that's good. Do you like that? But I think we laughed more at the. Yeah. <laughs> he has a full load. I did. I think we got to go a with it. A full load of what? Well, you might ask. Well, so that's up for the bit. I I usually I usually nickname Damien. I don't call him Damien. I call oh. him I call him Demo. Oh, Demo. Um, Demo. Scott. Yeah. So will we go with uh, Demo's full load? Demo has a full load. Demo has a full load. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, you can you can do it um, because do you came up with the you came up with the title. Oh, okay. So today we have Mr. Damon Scott on the podcast, episode one hundred and seven. Demo has a full load. It is a little bit of a remix, yeah. It's the brand new version of the waffle intro, which you said wasn't very new. <laughs> um, that's not the one you sent me. It is, yeah. No, it's not. Don't it, be lying. It absolutely is. Um, well, I suppose it is season three, so season three deserves a new intro, a yep. little bit updated because things have happened since we recorded the last one. Yes, you know, absolutely. A lot in world and in podcast lives. <sighs> I love that song. 
Just going to say it. Yeah, you, you you get the line this week. Yeah, yeah. John, John is not with us. He's he, well, he's still on the planet. Like, I Are mean, we allowed uh, to say where he is? No? Or is that going to be a surprise for the next podcast? Um, He's away on business. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really want to say it. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going okay. to. Um, yeah, he's away on business. Business. Grass business. down to business. <laughs> <laughs> His hotel room. Holy moly. Yeah, it was good. He's, he posted some videos up in the WhatsApp group. Yeah. And some weird kind of food as well. Yeah, we'll give it away now if we talk too much oh about yeah. it. So we'll wait till he comes back. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sure. Do you? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we are back for episode one oh seven, one hundred and seven. I hope you enjoyed episode one oh six. Butter me up, John boy. Well, we <laughs> talked about wind, not flatulence, but the weather. Uh, it was a good one. It was a very good one. Yes, I got in there with the mm. name. I think I'm, I'm going to let you name it. I have an idea, but like. Well, no, no, look, the, that's not the, that's I've, not the I've way. I've got dem- too many names. That's I not the way democracy works, man. If yours is better, you get to work. Okay. Survival of the fittest around here. Well, uh, make sure you rate, like, share, follow, and subscribe to podcasts wherever you see it and interact with us. We love a bit of interaction. Mm. We like that. Anything going on this week? Um, interaction wise? Yeah, yeah. No, nobody interacted with us on podcasts uh. this week. Uh, Connor's one is doing uh, exceedingly well. Really? Yes, yes. Have the gay um, community embraced us as their new um, maybe. podcast? <laughs> we've we've got a few new listeners, and uh, there's a good um, listeners on that uh, particular podcast uh, episode too. Brilliant! But Brilliant. Uh, yeah, so it's all about interaction, and uh, we're having good interactions on Instagram. More common people coming back, people are liking our comments. We're being a bit whimsical on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so our followers have uh, gone up in the last week or so. So we'll keep that up, and hopefully we'll uh, reach a magic number. I would love five hundred, but we'll see. Yeah, very good, very good. Yeah. We're flying, yeah. flying. Yeah, um, yeah. Like Bertie said, uh, it's important that you engage with us because yes. you know we're, we just don't want to sit in a closet by ourselves. No, playing with ourselves. We want to, we, we want to get out there yeah. and uh, reach more people, touch more people. <laughs> I love touching people. Yes. Um, come here to me, Bert. How was your weekend, bite? Uh, I went for a pizza l- last night or Sunday night. I saw that. Where was that? In uh, Monaghan. That's a fierce amount of distance to travel. It was an pizza. hour and forty-five minutes from my Jesus. house, <laughs> an hour and ten minutes ish from Navin. Oh my god! Yeah, so uh, Fa- was that Monaghan? No Monaghan town. No. Uh, no, I will. Uh, I'll actually get up here now, and I'll be able to uh, tell you exactly where it is. I think Mon- Monaghan it's town's hour and a half, isn't it? Um, or if even if it would have been that, yeah, no hour and a half. I yeah, think. Uh, we were doing the Debs up there, so it was typical now that I won't be able to find where it is. Yeah. Just give me a second. I should have had all this ready to go. I had you, uh, I, I was watching you on, on Instagram. I saw it on Instagram and it was. Yeah, so it was uh, Amble Down Cottage. Amble Down Cottage. Yep. It's a. Uh, oh, it doesn't even say it on that. Okay. Y- you might um, consider giving them a follow, will you? Uh, well, I followed them on that as well. I don't think I followed them on. Um, oh, it was a different one, was it? On. Um, uh, the podcast Instagram. Oh, right. Okay, okay. It is in Barrack Hill, Glasslock, County Monaghan, uh, right beside um, the hotel, um, Leslie, Castle Leslie. Oh, yes, I know where it is. Yeah, I know where it is. And it's really quirky because it's kind of in a house, right. and then you go into the house, and they have seats in the house, but then they bring you out to the garden, and there's like, I can't remember names of, but like the garden shed and the potting shed and. There's like little rooms in the garden. Is this just someone's house and they turned it into a pizza place? Uh, well, uh, pretty much it was someone's house at one stage, yeah. That is mad. Um, so what a mad idea. Uh, we have a little picture. And come here to me. How do you come across these places? Do you just look them up? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. That's very good. Just stick a picture of that up on the Instagram. I will indeed. Um, h- how do you find these places? Do you look them up on Instagram or uh, do people recommend well, them? Well, in or? fairness, Sarah sees them on Instagram and I think someone she knew was there years ago and she followed them on Instagram and then it came up again and we were like looking for a place to go and we just had a bit more more time last Sunday than we would usually I said ah oh, fuck it should we go just, that's great yeah 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 pizza was really nice now it, like I think it's more tea rooms and coffee place during the day right and it's not really a restaurant because they only do pizza right okay yeah but they've got like quirky pizzas it's not your standard pizzas that you in the normal they're like different things on and stuff right and I think maybe they have 13 different types of pizza and then you can get garlic bread for starters or Lovely. cheesy garlic bread love it was it. really nice and you can get chips of course as well and then they have a few desserts that you can do very good yeah for a, for a restaurant ish kind of thing that just does pizza it was packed um, I'd say so yeah what, are they near a pub or anything there is there a pub uh, well Castle Leslie is basically like when you go down the street there's the entrance to Castle Leslie and it's just to the left Right, okay. So they probably get a bit of custom from yeah. the people staying there. To little, be fair. A little bit of a, a walk and trade as well. Yeah. Um, that's class. All right, well, surely we must uh, 
Do you, do you do something like that every week, do you? Uh, most weeks. It just depends on uh, football and all that and what's going on and whether there's a place that you want to go to. Because you can't be eating pizza, of course, every week. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, can I tell you about my weekend? I have a really interesting thing to tell you oh, about. Oh, what happened to your weekend? So we went to play a gig on Friday in the Clancilla Inn in Dublin. Oh yeah, I seen that on your Instagram page. Yeah, and so what happened was we went into the to said gig and when we went in there, the room was full of people with Liverpool jerseys on. And we were like, uh, is there a match on or something? I didn't. I thought uh, it international was... International break? No, it was like international break. And this room was full of Liverpool jerseys. So we started uh, started playing away anyway. And at the back of the room appeared... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetting who they are now. Um, Jan Mulby. Oh, yeah. And Phil... They were in the Phoenix Park at the, um, the uh, Hillsborough Memorial. Oh, were they? There's a tree in the Phoenix Park. Very good. Yeah, I've seen a picture of that. And I was like, oh, they're Phil knocking around. Thompson. Yeah, yeah, Phil Thompson was there. Too, yeah. yeah, so the two lads were there just at the back. We were playing a song. I was like, is that Phil Thompson? And uh, what were they doing? Like a night with Phil Thompson or a night with whatever? Yeah, no, no, in fairness. Your man of LFC TV was there as well, I think. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, your man that does the presenting. Oh, I didn't see him. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they were playing out in, in the far side. They weren't actually down the back of our gig watching us or anything. Um, they were in the room next to us. Oh, yeah. So there's just a load of Liverpool fans there for, for yeah. that night. I, w- I went to one in the Park Hotel once. Uh, it was a night with Jamie Carragher. All right, so that's say that was good. Jamie Carragher, yeah, and then they had like an auction for charity for uh, sports mem- memorabilia. At the, like the intermission, they give out ponchos for the front row. But there was a, <laughs> <laughs> there was a few lads that had a, a quite a few pints in them by the oh. time the auction came. Right, and <laughs> I, 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 it was like Joe and your friends. I'm not sure whether they realised that they actually had to pay for <laughs> what they were bidding on, but they're going to wake up the next day because there was this thing, and it was like, yeah, it was really nice. It was like. Um, a Stephen Gerrard signed football boot, I think it was. All right. I started at 500 euro. Not Take bad. that, absolutely. Finished at 2,800. Jeez. And you're just thinking, he's going to wake up the next morning and he's going like, what did I spend my money on? Stephen Gerrard boot. Yeah, I mean, man, that's one of his boots. What and I know it was for charity and everything, but Jesus. What did he, did it say what he wore the boot doing? No, it was one of the old Preds, I think. Pay for that now? Yeah, not sure. I pay that much for that it. much. And yeah, probably not. I've got kids. Yeah. I can't be affording that. There was a nice Seamus Coleman one uh, jersey. What game was it? That it was one of the Ireland jerseys, and it was signed by Seamus Coleman. Very good. And that only went for like five fifty, six hundred. Oh, you'd, yeah, you'd pay that yeah. for that. I'd say, would you, Seamus Coleman? Yeah, but if you, went, in, player, if you went into a shop, a memorabilia shop, it's probably two fifty. And yeah. I paid two fifty for it. Yeah, true enough. True enough. And he also plays for Everton. So yeah, well, it was an Ireland top though. Still, yeah. um, look well in the gym or behind us in the podcast. There, it's yeah. it's it's possible that Everton might be relegated as well. Great uh, news! No, I mean, great news. I still think they're on a decent run of form. They'll be all right, yeah. And even with the minus ten, I mean, Luton and Sheffield aren't in great nick now. Yeah, let's be honest, they're shite. Down I mean, there. if they if they're only two points off safety, even though they got a ten point deduction, if they come back after the international break and get maybe three wins and a draw in the next four games, they'll be out of that again. If John was here, he'd be saying, "What are you talking about?" I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's obvious when John's. Yeah, it's, it's where we just get into football <laughs> stuff. Um, right, will we will we get into our news? Yeah, let's do our news. All right. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, I thought this was absolutely hilarious. And there's a few times that I've considered doing this myself. I'll show you this. I'll, I'll bring, oh, yeah, bring it around to you. <laughs> <laughs> so a lad in was it in trim. No, he was in no, the Trim District no, Court. Yeah. All right, but he was in, in Trim Court. Like, it's um, not even close. No, even no, close. no. He had a tax disc displayed. Um, the tax disc was 108 days. Uh, so the driver, he's 108 days out, the original ta- tax disc. So he decided to draw on the other side of the tax disc. Um, and it said 0923. But the funny thing is, it's still out of date. <laughs> <laughs> when he drew on the other side um, so he drew in pen like, at least if it was the right <laughs> way around and he tried to make like what would you be able to would you yeah, you I'd might be able to make a nine into something else or something would you or yeah but you know the thing about it is they're colour coded as well yeah. so they can tell straight away if you're taking the yeah. mick out of them especially when it's drawn like that and I'm pretty sure they can just put your reg in and check if you've got <laughs> your tax so it's so stupid put I feel sorry for the person who thought that that was actually going to work Yeah, because he put effort into it he put like the price of a tax the 710 yeah year. he did everything like th- and, and the date down there he clearly spent at least about 5 to 10 minutes on this yeah. so like I mean fair play to him in fairness that's a good job uh, better luck next time though because I think he got uh, the car was seized and a prosecution was to follow there you go 
Yeah, it's troubling times now. People stealing steak out of Aldi and writing up their own tax discs. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. I thought this was absolutely hilarious, right? And the reason I brought this up was because when I was a little bit younger and a little bit more naive, um, I I don't remember if it was the laptop. I think it might have been a laptop or something. Uh, I didn't know about search history. Oh right. So I was maybe te- te- early teens, maybe oh, or mid got done with something mid teens, yeah. And sure, you do the usual searching, yeah. boobs dot com. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and so this young fella, um, his sister and and his dad um, caught his iPad searches. So he obviously doesn't know about search history as well and forgot to erase all of his history. So a lot of it was all... He was very interested in how um, how people died. He was he was oh. wondering if XX Text Extension, do you know that fella, the rapper? Yeah. Um, if he was dead. Oh. And then he asked if Freddie Mercury was dead. Well, they're all legitimate questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all, all grand so far until we get to uh, barbecue sauce on titties uh, was the one... <laughs> That he forgot to erase the city goose. Um, and what way was he googling it? Does it work? Is it nice? Why do you do it? No, no, Is just just those words. Uh, that was all he googled. And then after that, he just googled barbecue sauce. So obviously something happened, and he then got he, just, he just got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, we've 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 all been there. I definitely have been there when I was younger, and I got a rap on the knuckles for it. Um, and I was told that my search history was, uh, you know, could, could see everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And to cop myself Did on. Did you see about the young fella, the kid, that the mother said that uh, if he, um, like, runs in the spot, it'll charge his um, his, his iPad. <laughs> and he, she wrapped, like, um, an electrical cord around his waist. Oh, man. And there is he going flying, exercising, without knowing that he's not actually charging his That iPad. is deadly. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> class. Little little parenting hacks. Were you ever, um, were you ever caught out? Uh, with something didn't have one no you didn't have a computer but um, but even since then have you ever been caught out oh no I don't think so no it's it, it's <laughs> you're thinking yeah. you were well, thinking I remember for being a sec. on the on the computers in like uh, college but like you're in a computer room like our lab yeah so like all, pe- all the worst you were do- doing was like Bebo and well did you ever get chat rooms I, and stuff were you in the talk no, um, at loan. Oh, right. I, I was in, in Dundalk. And in the library in Dundalk, um, if there, there was this thing that used to go around. People would send you an email and it would flash up on the screen. You are watching porn. Oh, you yeah. are watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the library. And every so often it would go off. Um, and everyone in the library would start laughing. Hilarious. Um, I remember when I uh, was yeah. uh, uh, got the first laptop and stuff, and I remember like we were all emailing each other jokes that like we found places, yeah. Because like you know their way because you know Facebook or Instagram to tag people in. Yeah, true. So you're yeah. actually sending the emails full joke. To people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Oh, hilarious! Um, oh, the good old days, huh? Back when it, it wasn't. Yeah, I got uh, me a laptop. I think I bought it. Uh, I didn't have it in first year and then realised I kind of needed one and I bought it in second year in college so that would have been like the summer 2004 right that was the first laptop I had incognito mode initiated and then I got of course football manager oh of course ruins your life doesn't yeah. it <laughs> well for Will still it uh, ma- okay, made so his life I'm just finishing off um, project assignment there what time is it half oh, 11 I've a few quick games of football oh 3am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. your whole <laughs> day just disappears um, I remember looking looking at it recently it was free on uh, Xbox maybe last year's football manager and I was looking at it and I was like mm, should I consider getting this and I was like nah better not better not um, okay my last piece of news sorry I burped there the coffee is repeating on me. Oh, is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, uh, and it will bring us directly, segue beautifully. Oh, yes, um, I love a good segue. So this uh, this Tesla car apparently picks up ghosts walking in a cemetery. Right, so here's the thing. If you look at the, uh, on a Tesla, we can ask uh, we can ask our guest about this in a few minutes. Um, it shows when people are walking close to the car on a little radar. Yeah. So this car was driving next to a cemetery. I don't know if you can see the video. Did I include the video? No, I didn't. The video um, would have been good. Yeah, I could probably I could probably get it back up again. It's a, it's on Lad Bible, so you, you yeah. can look and look up, look it up yourself on Lad Bible there. But uh, yeah, it's got a little radar and it shows like you can see it there. There was two, but as I was watching the video, there's like three or four people all walking beside the oh, car. That's weird. But there was nothing beside the car, so it's possible that Tesla cars can pick up on 
uh, on the dead, apparently. Um, they launched some rocket or something today, did they? I seen Elon Musk tweet about it. They, that was the other day. Oh, was it? Oh, I only seen it today. So, did you see that it exploded? Oh, did it? Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. right. Didn't get very far. And the, um, let me see if I can find what that woman said. So, the PR rep the for... The Teslas t- are a bit flimsy themselves, aren't they? Well, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're about to find out mm-hmm. in, in a few minutes. Money you spend. They, they, they look it, but I'm not sure if they are or not. Um, They're just uh, slightly better than DeLorean. Um, do you think? <laughs> in, in that they can travel back in time. Um, let me see if I can find what she goes. said. Um, rocket. Okay, let's see what she says. So, no, I can't find it. She basically said it, it was not. Uh, it wasn't a great day for SpaceX that they had what what they might describe as a, a catastrophic failure of uh, engines. Rather than uh, saying th- that... There's nobody in it, though. Uh, was there not, no? No. I, I don't know, was there? No, I don't think so. It wasn't that kind d- of rocket. No, I didn't see any, any no. reports of deaths or anything. But, um, yeah, splody, splody. Oh, God. Oh. Um, right, will we get... Oh, you've stood on something. Today? Oh, sorry, you're gone, are you? Uh, no, 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 oh, I'm back, back on. I, you just <laughs> pulled <laughs> your head, see that, <laughs> I tell you. Um, right, we get on to our main topic? Yes, main topic. With, with us today um, is not just one sexy Scott... It's two <laughs> sexy, sexy Scots. Scots. <laughs> a sexy Scott sandwich. Damien, Damien Scott, um, you, um, you work for Tesla, do you? No, but I've uh, purchased some of their products. <laughs> like all of their products. You have five million cars. So you, you, yeah. um, you recently, we, we want to talk about... It's American e- brainwashing. It is. <laughs> well, we'll see. We're about to find out if you it is. You live in a boy, you wouldn't have a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so we know where to fucking plug it in. <laughs> um, so come here to me. You recently bought a second Tesla. I did, yeah. Yeah. Why, why, uh, why go Tesla? It obviously probably makes more sense where you are. Explain where you are and your, your journey. Yeah, well, I've been I've been living in California for the past um, just over eight years now. Um, yeah, so we moved out here in in 2015, just after we got married, and um, yeah, we bought a car when we got out here. You know, you kind of get on the usual big American car thing when you, you arrive in America. You know, so we bought like a kind of a larger a Ford SUV. GT. A Ford yeah, GT. The, I had my eye on a Mustang. That was yeah. always my <laughs> <laughs> the one I wanted, but you know, it was a little bit impractical. You know. So th- but, that's where um, you've been. You moved to the States, did you? I thought you were you yeah, moved to Navin. I don't know where I was, no. Oh, I thought you were in Clatterboy in Navin. That's why I just wasn't calling over. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, anyway, go on. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, about three years later, whatever, kids started coming on the way. And we were kind of living in a, a like a downtown location. And um, my wife was at home looking after our first son. So she could kind of get to the, the shops and stuff like that. And all the appointments that... You might have to to bring him to and i could still take the car to work but um mm-hmm. i think he's about eight or nine months old and we had to move out a little bit further so you know we we plod along for a couple of months of one car but we really needed um an extra set of wheels to um so i could get to work and then you know she could do the things that she needs to do and there was no kind of clash or hassle in terms of, of doing those things you know so um, I started to look around for kind of a, a cheap set of second wheels just to get me from A to B, really. Yeah. Um, and one of my buddies that had like a hybrid, kind of like a plug-in hybrid, and he was kind of saying, yeah, that's great. You know, you get great petrol mileage and, you know, it's, I fill it up maybe once a month. And I was like, oh, maybe that's the way to go, you know. Um, then I started looking into things and, you know, EV started to become more in the mainstream. This is maybe around... Uh, end of 2018, start of 2019, uh, where where my company is based, the uh, the Tesla headquarters was next door. So the uh-huh. time we got, you would kind of see the engineers there driving around with their kind of test rigs on the car, and you know it was always kind of in the in the background of your consciousness. You know it wasn't really that mainstream, but you're kind of going, that's pretty cool car, whatever you know. Hmm. But um, so you remember the whole VW Dieselgate thing where they were being naughty boys with their uh their emissions testing so basically yeah. the, the the california air board which is like a government organization here they kind of set the standards in california for emissions um so basically all the big car companies take that as their standard because it's such a big state you know they're not going to make one type of car with a certain emissions for one state and then you know a, a different car for the other 49 so it kind of sets the way of things mm. going 
kind of their their wrap around the knuckles they had to um make cleaner cars so they basically put out this little vw e-golf uh it was kind of a, a compliance car basically they were doing like a a box checking exercise and um they took the existing vw golf chassis and they just kind of plugged everything that they need in and around that to you know fit in the batteries and the motors and all that kind of stuff you know so they were putting them out there and it turned out it was like a really really good little car for for commuting you know so yeah uh, i was like yeah i'll give it a go i'll go and have a test drive it was kind of the size i was looking for i'd always liked that size of car i'd never had a golf before um in ireland i had a, a ford focus so i was like kind of like that you know two door hatchback kind of thing or four door hatchback they're nice Mm. nice little car i think you had a nice golf there for a while didn't you i did i love a golf now i have to say yeah golf's a class yeah so yeah, it's like a little go-kart and it's a great fun little drive and with the, the kind of electric motors and the the battery you know it's really really fast so it was really good acceleration so it's a great little fun car to drive but um, but there's no yeah. there's no there's no grunt of it you put your boot down in a in an e-golf it's just like <laughs> you know yeah you, you, you want like the gta <laughs> does it not moan upwards does it, not go, <laughs> it has a little whine <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, yeah if you're a noise guy then yeah ev is going to be different for you that's that's for sure but um yeah the performance is you know instant acceleration is um is quite a fun thing and you don't I really think they're kinda... all auto- that, that's an automatic then as well though. it's pure oh, automatic yeah. Oh, yeah it's basically two gears forward and backwards you know there's um it's pretty simple and that, that's one of the great things about ev is that it's it, it, they are very simple and a lot of the complexity of uh combustion engine is, is gone you know there's not as many moving parts and the maintenance aspect means that that's you know there's not as much maintenance to do so that's yeah. that's one of the main things but um, yeah, I did the test drive, took it around the block. He said, you know, here's a couple of little things that are different in terms of driving it. He was like, there's this thing called one pedal driving. And I was like, you know, show me how it works and then I'll have a go. And um, yeah, I took it around the block and I was like, yeah, let's do the paperwork. This is, no this way. is great. <laughs> what, what, what's one pedal driving? Is that, um, what does that mean? So uh, it basically means that you can just use your accelerator to accelerate. Yeah. And then when you let off it, it will start to break. Oh, uh, using, I don't know if I trust electric- that now. Yeah. So, um, and then that regenerative braking, uh, the the kind of energy that's um, created by braking, that charge. goes back in, that goes back into your battery. Yeah. So it's it's a cool little system too. But so, so, but there is a brake pedal. No. As well. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah obviously, <laughs> so here if somebody comes out, you need to, you know, smack on the brake pedal there. That's that's always there. But you kind of get used just to kind of feathering the the accelerator back and forth to to kind of drive and once you get used to it you're kind of you know it's it is really it is really a nice way to drive you know how long has it been now since you've driven a car that has a gear stick in it a, a bar coming home i know you've you were you were renting cars when you came home oh they were they were automatic as well were they yeah after a certain point uh, i have a couple of trips home i was like yeah whatever car's there i'll take it i was like it'd be nice to drive the manual again but after a certain point, yeah, I just got lazy and I was like, yeah, manual transmission is like, nah, you're grand, you know. <laughs> America. Love it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, things kind of rub off me. But I do like driving a manual as well. You know, you can't beat that and it has certain advantages. But just for the ease of kind of driving around, uh, particularly in the States where it's kind of blocks and intersections, the style of driving suits the automatic, whereas you'd be clutching in and out all the time every block if you were driving around with a manual, you know. So, yeah. And so come here to me, did did Elon Musk then turn up at your front door and knock in or did he send you an email or what, what way did he get under your skin? Well, I, I met him in a bar one night and he was like, look, you know, buy these things for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you've gone in big time on the, on the Tesla stock. Yeah, well, I, I had uh, I said that e-golf for two years, so I, I did a, a lease deal here. So a lease in the States is is a pretty common way of doing things, you know, so. Not, not really a lot of commitment. And that, that was one of the things as well. I was kind of new to the EV world. I was like, okay, let's lease it. I don't want to buy it outright just to test it out to see what it's like really. And, you know, that was, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot, thing a lot of people do here. And at the the way VW were going about it, they're basically giving it away for for nothing, you know, so it was it was a cheap a cheap option as well, you know, which is, which is all I needed at the time. Mm. Um, so the, the kind of lease for that ran out in what March 2021. So I had that for about two years, and obviously we're 
well into COVID at that stage and we were both working from home and we didn't really need two cars. So I was kind of going, yeah, we, we had a kind of a larger Hyundai SUV. So that was like, you know, for hauling the kids around and buggies and all that kind of stuff you'd need a, a larger car for. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to buy another gasoline car as they call it here. I don't want to buy another gas car again. Um, you know, I just love driving the EV, but I needed a solution for moving around the family as well, you know, so yeah. um kind of the larger sized options were all you know there was a tesla model x which is like 120 grand kind of thing so is that, that the big, was, uh, big square yoke that has all weird dimensions the big gp thing is it it's kind of like a large suv and has those kind of like uh falcon wing doors that pop up you know it's it's pretty cool looking but um yeah it was well out of my price range you know it was like 120 grand or something like that and Jesus. that was the only kind of size of car that would really work for us you know there wasn't that they've, they've come down in price though have the teslas because they're much more common in ireland now than they were i think after that rocket exploded there the other day the the price of them went way <laughs> down because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i i, I would have seen like maybe one or two when you're up in dublin and now there's people in trim and there's oh, people there's in Avon and I, there's, there's ones out there in fair green now i have a real issue there's a friend of mine that has a tesla and shout out to it to run um well his, his wife is a tesla as he always tells me he's like he he drives the oh. other car but um i see the tesla driving through the town i give him a wave and then every bloody time it's not him it's someone else <laughs> in 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 a white tesla driving through Athboy of all places so yeah it, it has really taken off everywhere mm-hmm. even though we've got feck all stations to really top them yeah. up on you know apart from well, that, the house well that's the thing so basically tesla's mission was to put you know an ev in every driveway of every house in america or, or the world that, that's their kind of mission statement as such so mm. when these things first come out they are more expensive but you know if you remember back in the day when you bought the first dvd player it was like a grand you know yeah it's always the way yeah. buy them for you know 10 quid or something if, if people even still use them you know but 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 they do also say don't buy in on the first round of stuff because they're still yeah. quite working that out the 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 tesla that you got was that the first round of tesla did you jump in with two fees so i we we got the the first one in uh, early 2021 so they they just brought out the it was called the model y so there's the model 3 and the model y which are the more more affordable mass market options. And then you have the Model S and the Model X, which are the kind of luxury end vehicles. So, you know, they're both a hundred grand kind of thing, you know. Right. So the, the three is the kind of medium sized saloon car. Um, and then the Y came out about two, three years later. And it's basically the Model 3 on stilts, kind of right. a bit higher, longer, a bit more of a kind of crossover as, as they call it, you know, so you can fit a family in it basically, you know, and that, that's kind of what we were looking for, but they only really had a, the five seater version when it first came out. And we kind of needed a, um, a seven seater option just for when uh, we had people coming over or parents were coming over. It was great just to throw, you know, somebody in the back going down to a restaurant or whatever it was. So yeah. it wasn't really that option in the EV world. And then we were kind of thinking about, you know, will we go with that? Will we not? Oh, we'll, we'll kind of wait for a couple more weeks and then literally it was the next day they said, yeah, we've got a, a seven seater version coming out. So I was like, right, okay, let's go and <laughs> test yeah. drive thing and see if it will work for us. So yeah, we literally drove down to their, to their showroom and we said, look, we, we have the, the worst case scenario. We have two baby seats. We have a double buggy. We have, you know, all these bits and pieces, you know, will this fit in your car? And your man looked at it and he went, yeah, should do. So I was like, can we try it? And he was like, yeah. So we, we literally took out all the baby seats and put the seven seats out in the back and put the buggy in and all these kind of things and the boot closed. So that was kind of the first test, you know. Would, would and, you try and freak him out and like have a pretend dead body in the boot and be like, <laughs> we just need to see if these things fit. Uh, is that all right? Yeah. Take this, it for a quick test drive. Awesome. These are my, uh, my my necessities. This is what I need, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I took it for a test drive, and yeah, the thing was it, it took off like a rocket. You know, it was a big smile on my face. I couldn't, uh, yeah. I couldn't die. It was such a, a ni- it was a nice car to drive again at that instant acceleration. The power. It was. Um, I drove back into the uh, to the showroom afterwards, and my wife was there with. You had the credit uh, card out the window. Just handed it to him. Swiped really, it as he drove by. She saw the big smile in my face and I was, she was like, all right, okay, you know, he's buying this car, isn't he? You know, so <laughs> that, that was it, you know. So yeah, we, we downgraded from two cars to one. And um yeah, so we had that car now about two and a half years, maybe come up to three years now, and it's it's been a, a great family 
uh, hauler. You know, it's been going from place to place where there's no problem. We've done long trips in it to, to say, Las Vegas when my parents were here. Um, that was like a six-hour trip, and we've gone to, you know, a few places in that kind of radius. So, um, yeah, our parents. I know them. So we've kind of put it through its paces, and, you know, it really hasn't skipped a beat. You know, it's been... It's been pretty good. Um, can, you, can, you, can you tell that it's got older? Do you know the way in a normal car, like your timing belt might might need replacing, fuel filters. Car always feels a bit different when it's heading for like 80,000 and then onto a hundred thousand kilometers. And is uh, yeah. an EV car the same? Like, well, that's that's to say the good thing with with Tesla in particular, and, the, and there's some other um, manufacturers who are similar, but. Um, they basically send you out software updates like once a month or every couple of months. So your car doesn't operate the same as it does the, the day you bought it. Mm. Uh, it's always, you know, if you buy a Tesla today and uh, if you have a three-year-old Tesla pretty much inside, it operates and feels the same as it does. Obviously, as they go through the years, they, they update certain things like, you know, suspensions or kind of little things like that. But essentially, you know, it, it operates and drives the same from day one to, you know, the day you sell it or, or you pass it on you know so. so come here do you think it's the same as do you know the way in the iphone after a certain amount of time they start bringing out updates right. and stuff and the updates actually make your battery shite and they're actually pushing you towards trying to get a new iphone do you think tesla will start doing that sort of stuff where they're like oh yeah no upgrade this it'll give you pink headrests but really it's just draining your battery yeah, well, if if they do that, then they they obviously and somebody finds out they have like a, a huge lawsuit on their hands. So yeah. it's um, it's not a thousand dollar iPhones that you're you're dealing with. You know, it's it's cars which are you know a, a lot of money to invest for somebody. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of ball game. But um, they're they're always um pushing out efficiencies and you know there, there's always you hear about these recalls. You know, so if you know, somebody gets their finger jammed in a, a window or a door and it's the car's fault, you know, you might have to bring your car back into the dealership to to get a certain thing fixed because of this the safety recall or, you know, an airbag recall or whatever it is. But 99% of the time with, with EVs now, they can just push a software update, you know, overnight while you're sleeping and, Jesus. you know, be fixed for 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 whatever thing it is so that they can manipulate you know the car and the settings and the mechanics with just a software update so i mean okay that's that's cool and all yeah but therein lies a little bit of a, a niggly thing in my mind it's like okay they have access to my car yeah anyone anyone could really legitimately have access to that car's software if they really wanted to it's like a transformer Let's not talk conspiracy yeah, theories it, it, here, it, it, but it, it, I mean, like, it often has his own life. <laughs> All the EV cars down party <laughs> down in San Diego. Um, but um, it, does that not worry at all? I mean, we've we've all seen the uh, the the movies where the United States government have taken control of certain mm. cars, and uh, does that not get in the back of your head at all? Uh, not really, to be honest. No, like I, I don't think any company in this day and age is is going to allow that to their consumers. Like it's a, they've built up their brand. You know, they don't want to to damage that in any way. But you know, and anything is possible. But it's not really something that you would think about day to day. And the thing is, as well, you can just disconnect it from the internet or pull out the little kind of cell phone chip that they have in it, and you know, That's you can't it. connect it. Then you know, so. Yeah, uh, so you, if, that, if that really worried you, you could do that. But you yeah, know. You, you don't think Joe Biden's listening or watching you listen to Shania Twain and farting in traffic? Well, it would make for for good viewing if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, so I, I don't know if you saw this. This was Day in forty in the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> this was in our our news today, Damien. I don't know if you saw this, but the Tesla, um, it was driven near um a graveyard. It's trying to trying to load here, but mm. it actually it actually picked up. Uh, the presence of human beings walking alongside of the car, but yeah. there, there was no one there, type of thing. So it's saying now that the Tesla can pick up on dead people as well, ghosts. Yeah, well, th that's the thing. The, the 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 cars have you know eight to ten cameras around it, so yeah, it's um. Then you, you get into all that kind of full self driving and autopilot and all that that kind of cool stuff that it, it can do. So. Yeah, the, the amount of cameras it has around it is, is pretty impressive. And it's always recording. You know, it's got a, a dash cam. So if somebody comes up and, you know, tries to smash your window from a security point of view, you can just hand that 
piece of footage to the police and go, yeah, here you go. It's your man. Go, go book him kind of thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. or if you're in a car accident or whatever it is, you know, you, you have the footage there um, pretty much to show it. There, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Like I, I had the, uh, the first car we got there, we had it um, six weeks and somebody ran into the back of me at, at a traffic lights. So it was, it was a light bump, but yeah, they cracked the bumper and, um, you know, the, the lady at the, at the the scene kind of went, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry about that, whatever, you know, and here's my details and, you know, contacted their insurance company and they're going, oh, right, it's a test. And I was like, yeah, I have the footage. And they went, okay, no problem. We'll just pay. They know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No Doesn't denying. Not but, to say. Did she hop out and did she admit it was her fault straight away? Yeah, pretty much. There was no, um, there was no uh, two ways about it. You know, I said, look, I have this footage here as well. So, you know, if you try any silly stuff it's you know pointless kind of thing <laughs> did, did you um put on the northern accent a little bit more as well well if she started protesting the northern accent would definitely got a bit faster <laughs> and a bit faster. <laughs> I, you bumped into the back of my car uh, <laughs> yeah um, is there an expiry on the batteries so yeah that's the kind of the biggest um what would you say kind of myth or one of those kind of things yeah. that goes and you know john down the pub says you know you have to buy a new battery after four years or whatever mm-hmm. um, i'd say by 2010 i think the first kind of nissan leaf came out they were kind of the mass market you know first ones out and they produced like a great little car but you know it was the first generation it didn't have a lot of the battery management kind of things that you would have now so uh, now you would have like uh, liquid cooling and these kind of battery management systems, which maintain the health of the battery. So, you know, a battery is happy at a certain temperature, so they can kind of pump liquid around there to keep it there. It doesn't get too hot. It doesn't get too cold. Whereas those first EVs came out, they didn't have that. It was just kind of like air cooled, like a like a combustion engine car kind of thing. So those early ones did, did have some problems and the batteries may have degraded quickly. But again, those batteries are still in use in like power banks or solar projects and stuff like that. They just didn't have enough charge to remain as a car's battery, but you know, they they can be used in those home projects. Like I think yeah. there was some uh, Dutch football team got a load of Nissan uh, leaf batteries and they use that as the power bank in their stadium for like powering the lights and stuff like that. So, no way. you know, these batteries can have a, a 30 year life before they would ever need to be recycled. Um, but, but if, you, might... if you had to replace the battery, like say you had your car for four years, mm. how much are batteries? Because does it add up like so you'd obviously have a couple of hundred euro on service, a couple of hundred euro on maybe other things in a normal car mm. within four mm. years. But would like a new battery be the same price of all that work that you would have done on, on a, a diesel car in four years? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that's the one good thing. A lot of manufacturers now, you have like an eight-year warranty or 150,000 miles or something like that. So literally, if you buy a brand new EV, you're not going to have to ever really worry about um, buying a or replacing a battery in a car. You know, um, mm-hmm. if you do have to replace it, you know, it's kind of how long is a piece of string kind of thing. It can be anywhere from, say, five or six grand up to about 18 grand, you know, so yeah, nice. the bigger battery. Are, are more expensive so if you are buying an ev that's 15 years old or something like that then you know it's obviously a consideration it's a consideration for a combustion engine car as well like mm. you know am i going to replace the transmission am i going to have to get a new engine you know so it's um it's not too dissimilar to uh, a regular kind of car you know? and do you, do you think that most of the time now with the electric cars is all going to be like new ones that's not going to be a great like secondhand market because people will just go buy the new one because they know well for eight years it's going to be looked after. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after a certain period of time when EVs become more the norm or it's just it's just a car out there now, it's I think people's mindset will adapt. It, it definitely is a mindset change from uh, running a, an EV versus a, a petrol car, for example. You know. The, the secondhand market is really only getting established now because, you know, the kind of early adopters and kind of the early mass production, uh, production era, sorry, people who, who bought the first kind of big mass production cars are really only starting to sell those cars now. So um, say in the past two or three years, the, maybe the secondhand market's only really started to be established. Um, but, you know, uh, if you buy a brand new car now and you, you go to sell it in five years, the technology in that car is going to be a lot better than something that was produced, you know, five years ago. It's it's a very quick, um, 
uh, ramp up in terms of technology and changes over mm-hmm. a couple of years. So. And you were saying then about um, with the Tesla anyway, with the updates. So like, even if you bought a secondhand Tesla, mm. it's going to be updated and it's going to be quite like new anyway. Where like, if yeah. you buy, a, like I have a 17 Passat and it's got a certain dash, but I can't yeah. update that dash to a to a twenty twenty dash. Like, careful, he's going to try and sell you his Passat there. Careful, careful, careful. careful. <laughs> it's got a digital dash. <laughs> Sold. I want to give you. I'll buy any car. Yeah. Um, so, um, can I bring you through? Um, I, I was having a look up just to see what the the do's and don'ts are, or the the bad things as well as the good things about uh, electric cars. Can I bring you yeah. through some of them, and you can respond? yay or nay or tell me if it's absolute bullcrap or not yeah go for it okay right so the first one is uh range anxiety do you get mm. range anxiety um that's definitely a thing before you're buying your first ev and you know the first couple of months of owning an ev um and it's once you kind of get used to it it's really not that much of an issue anymore um it's like in my my old ford focus from 2006 that i had it had a petrol gauge with you know quarter tank half tank three quarter tank and full and you just kind of knew once you got to a certain point like oh i better fill up kind of thing so you got to know what your car is capable of and but yeah it's definitely um more of a an issue at, at the start or if you're thinking about buying an ev because um well particularly as as the uh, say in Ireland, for example, the the charging station rollout is not as quick as it probably should be. So you know that's definitely something that has to be addressed, and definitely something that the government would have to accelerate more, put more money into, and and make it a priority. Um, if you want people to move over, you know, you kind of have to make the the transition. And now, what um, what's the range on your Tesla? Um, so it's about three hundred miles. Oh, yeah. Um. And yes, yeah, so we got a second one there last week, actually, because again, you know, we're, we're out of COVID. We have two kids going to different places at different times. And, you know, mom and dad's taxi is is a thing now. So yeah. um, we, we got a, the Model 3 there uh, last week. Um, and it's about, it's kind of a standard range and it's about 270 miles. So not too big of a difference, you know, but it's yeah. um, like I, I drove to Palm Springs there at the weekend. I went on a lad's weekend. And about two hour drive, 115, 120 miles away or something like that, just to kind of give the car a bit of a drive, see how it, how it went, you know. And then, mm. um, yeah, it used about, I'd say about 45, 46% of the battery on the way up and same on the way back. So I just give it a quick charge when I was leaving. And yeah, yeah it was good. Uh, what is the charging point like uh, situation where you are? Like, is there ones like at every petrol station or every car park lot or whatever? Yeah, California is ridiculous. It's it literally... There, there's thousands it's um yeah it's it's not a it's not a problem to own an ev here you know mm-hmm. and in the states it is really good there there is some you know um spots where you know you might be out of coverage just essentially but you can you can drive east coast to west coast in an ev no problem you know mm. yeah yeah like whereas in ireland we have four because, charger points uh, in the whole country. one of my mates joe he he went on a 12 week holiday years ago to america and he says even driving with um whatever fuel he was using um that when you're out like in the middle of nowhere in America, you really are out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And even mm-hmm. when he was down like half full, he was thinking, "Oh, I better get a petrol station." Yeah, yeah. So like, you have that kind of anxiety no matter what fuel you use, especially yeah, in somewhere like like America, because like in Ireland, you're thinking like three hours and you're gone from like Dublin to Galway, yeah, and you've yeah. gone through loads of cities where you're probably traveling three hours in a row and you mightn't go through town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different ball game. Yeah. Um, now that you've gone up to two cars now, do you have any charging problems? There's another one here. Second one's charging problems. So do you have two chargers or you just still just have the one? Uh, just one. So um, say when I got it last week, so we only had to charge it, but literally if one of them needs to be charged, we just put that one in the garage for the night and charge it and just swap it around. It's not really too much of an issue. Like say a full charge would do us four or five days, um, you know, kind of usual dropping off kids to school or going to work and, and what have you the weekend, we might charge it again because, you know, you have various activities and what have you, you do a bit more at the weekend, but yeah. maybe once a week would, would be kind of the average or maybe twice a week at most to charge the car, you know? So yeah, it's not really a consideration. So, Just plug it in when you get home at night and it, it does it overnight and you wake up in the morning to, to your full kind of range there again. So yeah, it's pretty effortless. 
So you don't go to bed, plug in the car, and then you come down and it's plugged into Sinead's car and you have to give out to her for <laughs> plugging out the charger. <laughs> you plugged out my phone! <laughs> How am I meant to get to work now? Um, uh, the the environmental impact uh, lie is what I'm seeing here. Um, mm-hmm. It says here the zero emissions lie is likely the, the main reason why EVs uh, are bad, is what it says. The zero tailpipe emissions claim uh, is valid. But you must also account for the damage an electric vehicle does. Um, we're not, not talking about it on, a, on a macro level, but it uses regular tires, um, and tires are a big, big polluter as well. Heavy cars wear out more uh, rubber quickly, um, and that. Um, what's the other one here? Yeah, that it's there's to create the electricity for it. There obviously has to be turbines, wind power. Um, you still have to run the same amount of stuff to create the electricity to put that into the car as well, so that the yeah. environmental impact is probably as much is what what they're saying as a, a diesel or petrol car. Yeah, so that that's always the big kind of um, talking point or argument when people are trying to be negative. I think about EVs, but you know, th- there's some very smart people who have done done the analysis and done the data and like there the literally is no no contest the ev over the lifetime is you know many many times over better for the environment you know so if you, if you think about the supply chain end-to-end of um the fuel for example um that's always always the big one you know or, mm-hmm. or even say the car so th- there is a bigger carbon footprint for creating an ev versus uh, a regular combustion engine car so yeah that, that's yeah, that's indisputable. That's it is a bit more to do that. So yeah, you've a bit more upfront um, there to to kind of take care of as such. If you're looking at the the carbon footprint aspect, um, but then you look at the kind of supply chain end to end of the fuel then to to power that. So you're either going to have a, a coal plant which is generating the electricity, natural gas, uh, hydroelectric, and then of course you can have your own solar or you know wind wind projects as well so uh, for example in ireland there there's a, a fuel mix there which which is pretty decent actually ireland is, is pretty good if you do own an ev there's not that much coal there would be maybe about 40 percent or so is natural gas which is still a fossil fuel but it does burn a lot cleaner mm. uh, and then of course in ireland we have a lot of wind um a wind uh, turbine power that we get so there's the um what are they called? AirGrid. They own the grid in Ireland. So there's a dashboard online there. At any time, you can go and look at it and you can see what the fuel mix is mm. uh, for the grid. Um, and at nighttime, it's usually about 60% renewable. So that's when most EV owners will be charging their cars overnight. And that's when the grid is cleanest. And there's a, there's a load of capacity there because everybody's in bed. You know, the, the electricity demand is, is way down. So we have a lot of spare capacity there at nighttime, which is usually more, more green energy. Hmm. Um, for example, somewhere like Poland or even Germany, where you know they have a very high percentage of coal plants um, generating their electricity, you will have obviously a bit of a higher carbon footprint. But the if you then flip it over to look at the combustion engine and the supply chain of you know how your your liter of petrol gets into your tank, it's just massive. It's at literally every step. You know, hmm. you've got to extract that oil from either the ocean or you know in an oil field somewhere. You've got your your drilling rig or your what do you call it the the jack pump or whatever the pump jack. Mm. If you're in an oil field, you have to then sh- either ship that in a in a big um, shipping um, tanker, which uses like the dirtiest bunker fuel. You know, it's the the those cargo ships that are one of the biggest polluters out there. Then you have to then refine that, which then makes a lot of or it takes a lot of energy to, and that refinement and a lot of chemicals and. Things like cobalt, for example, are used in that process to remove the sulfur content from your um, your oil before you turn it into petrol. So, And then you have to put it in tankers to get it to your petrol station, and then you have to burn it in your car. And I think the uh, the combustion engine is about 30% efficient. So if, you, if you're paying a euro for your litre of petrol, you know, you're only really getting 30 cent worth of that energy to, to turn the, the pistons. So about 70% is lost through heat loss. So it's everywhere along that supply chain, there's so much energy used, so much pollution. And, you know, it's that that will never get cleaner, whereas mm-hmm. the electricity grid can always get cleaner. You know, it's, it's only going to get cleaner as we go along. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think anybody is 
claiming that an EV is green 100% right away. It's it's a it's a process that will take a while, but mm. it's the in terms of the environment, it's it is the better path, you know. He's definitely done his research, hasn't he? He has, yeah. <laughs> it's one of these things where he, he got the EV car. He's like, shit, I have to justify this now. And just so you know, he doesn't work for Telsa. <laughs> I, I think he does. Um, okay, so, I, I, I work in technology, so I've always been into kind of technology and how things work and, you know, digging underneath the uh, whatever process there is and, you know, reverse engineering, tinkering with things. So yeah, yeah. I always, always like to dig into those kind of issues De- definitely that anyway can i give you the la- i'll give you the last one here um oh. the, the the bad thing about uh owning uh, an ev uh, it says here that ev owners are, are the bad thing about uh, owning an ev they say electric car owners are one of the main reasons uh, electric cars are bad nobody likes smug a smug person uh, and people okay. don't want to be told what to do and uh, not all ev owners are bad however um some buy an ev for the same reasons we would uh, because a Mini Cooper electric hardtop is one of the most fun and efficient ways to complete a 50-mile commute. It's as simple oh. as that. Um, but yeah. they say that there's a there's a cult-like thing around EVs. Do you ever pull up at a, at a traffic light, look over and see another Tesla driver, just give them a little wink and be like, yeah, we're saving well, the earth. <laughs> as Bertie was saying there in Ireland, like um, Tesla was obviously, it's kind of expanded majorly in the past couple of years. So that's mm-hmm. definitely uh, something you you probably do in Ireland, but here in California, it's it's literally just if you pull up a, a four way intersection. There's going to be ten Teslas there or ten EVs. You know, Hyundai and Volkswagen, all these companies are doing really good deals now. So yeah, it's everyone's EV. I, I don't like the look of the Tesla though. Right. I don't like the styling of it. I have nothing against EV cars, and I actually would like to get one. I just currently can't mm. afford a new car. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think I I like the the Volkswagens. Well, I have a Volkswagen, anyway, but I think they look nicer. And there's a few of the Hyundai's that look nicer. I think than the mm. Tesla design of them. Mm. That's just me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the design and how things look is always a personal preference, you know. And yeah, uh, there there's certain cars that I wouldn't like or wouldn't touch, but you know, other people might. But um, yeah, I think Hyundai are making really good-looking cars. They have that Ionic Five, which is, yeah, is nice. pretty, a lot of them in Ireland, um, and they have a, another one, uh, Ionic Six, which yeah, it's it's a bit of a Marmite car. It's kind of like a balloon kind of thing. The back of it looks like a Porsche 911, but when you get to the side of it, it's kind of like, oh no, not for me. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, right, come here to me. So we're we'll we'll do we'll do the waffle game. But before we do the waffle game, Damien, um, can you give me give me some like cool features of the Tesla? Give me maybe two or three cool features that uh, maybe people don't know about with with the Tesla. Um, so yeah, they they have uh, this autopilot or, or full self driving. So the the terminology full self driving is a bit of a, a misnomer. You know, it's it's really a driver assist. You don't kind of sit there after you get out of the pub and it, it drives you home we're, we're not we're not there yet but, <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah so w- with that then you can um it's basically like traffic aware cruise control so it will um see how far the car in front is and if it breaks it will slow down and all that kind of stuff and then it does lane centering so it will steer the car for you as well but mm. if you add in the full self-driving you can basically just put in the destination that you're going to and once you get onto the highway you know, it literally just drives the car for you. You know, it'll even overtake and move in and out of lanes and all that kind of stuff. So, and puts uh, the, on the journey, that's great. Like the you you get there and you're you're pretty refreshed. Whereas, you know, if you've just done a six hour drive in a manual car, you know, your your left leg is um feels like a brief. <laughs> it, it, you know, <laughs> it, it it only took twenty years longer than um the movie Time Cup said it would. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the self driving car. Yeah, that was uh two thousand and four. It was ten years into the future from nineteen ninety four from that movie. <laughs> there you go. Now. They, were, they were looking into the future in that one. No, but the the um, does it turn on Netflix and push your chair back when it goes into self drive mode, or what's the story there? Well, that's the thing when you when you when you go to charge, say fifteen twenty minute charge, you might have on say a long road trip. It does have Netflix and Disney Plus and all that kind of <laughs> that's stuff. That's mad. <laughs> Especially to keep kids entertained, you know, if there's uh, if there's no facilities at the charger or whatever. Um, and it, it, the entertainment stuff is pretty cool on it and yeah it is made by by nerds so there's all these kind of little easter eggs in it and stuff and you know it makes fart noises to keep the kids entertained and <laughs> Class. stuff you know it's yeah yeah there's some good fun things sold like that. i want it <laughs> I, I know it's not an, an issue for you where you live but um on a frosty morning can you turn it on from the house 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I turn you can you can set it. Okay, I'm going to leave at eight a.m. Um, have the seats kind of warm, have the uh, air conditioning up. I want the car. It's you know twenty two degrees. I want it hot. Yeah, it's just there. Jump in where you go. So there's a lot of cool things like that. You can schedule all that, and you know you can um, when you're on a long journey, for example, you can just put in the destination, and it'll figure out all your charging stops if you need to charge, um, and it'll kind of keep you updated on you know, how many um, open stalls there is at the charger when you kind of get closer and it will start to kind of pre precondition the battery so you can charge faster as well. So, you know, if you're charging with a cold battery, it's going to take longer than if it's at the, the perfect temperature. So, yeah, well, there's uh, a lot of... Cool t- like Tesla that. charging stations are their own personal ones, are they? You can't, like, charge a Tesla at a normal one, is it? You can, but oh. uh, the other cars can't charge at a Tesla stations mostly, but they are opening up some... Um, in, in Europe, they've opened up in, in Germany and in Holland in certain areas where um, uh, that are kind of, you know, busy areas as such. So they basically say we'll we'll charge non-Tesla owners more so we can then take that money and build more charging yeah. stations. Yeah, yeah. How did it operate in the cold? Which? Uh, Tesla's like battery cars in general. Uh, well, he wouldn't know. He doesn't fucking live in the cold. No. <laughs> well, it- it's cold here in comparison to the summer. So yeah, once we get to this time of year, kind of November, uh, when you get into the car in the morning, it could, if you didn't pre uh, precondition it as such, um, you know, it would take a little while for the battery to to kind of warm up, and that's that's where it operates kind of optimally is when it's at a certain a certain temperature, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, winter winter climates, you would probably lose maybe you know maybe ten or fifteen percent of your of your range. Um, that is, that is a concern, all right. But again, it's the same for a petrol car. You know, yeah. they're not yeah. as efficient in the winter either. So it's just that you're relying on chargers. And it's, it's that mindset change is the, is the biggest thing to kind of get over. You know, it's like charging your phone at night versus, you know, having to run to a petrol station to charge your phone every couple of days. You know, you kind of have to get out of that mindset, you know. Uh, my final question for you, Damon. Um, can you program the car to call you Michael? And have a little red line going across the middle. Hello, Michael. Well, that, that's the. I, I don't think you can do that, but that's the fun thing. There's lots of customizations you can you can do these days. So I, I have seen uh, some EVs around where you know it's like the the boy racer version of it with the the big flared kind of wings and stuff like that, and <laughs> uh, completely pimped out. But you know, it's um and yeah. a CD and a CD plane. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Bertie, do you want to do, um, Damien, I, I trust, uh, seeing as you're probably the only person who listens to the podcast, um, <laughs> that you know what the waffle game is. I do, yeah. It's that time you know the name, it's the reason we all came, find the words that are the same, it's that time to play the waffle game. Well, am I Scotty number one or is he? Technically yeah. he is, he came along first. Uh, well, I knew you first, so that's, right, that's the order I'm going to. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, as, as usual with our guests, we tend to play into their wheelhouse. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So my old mind's all about uh, Tesla and Everton, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> so, in 30 seconds, can mm-hmm. you name not just the make, but the model of five EV cars? 30 seconds. And started? Yes. Uh, Hyundai Ionic 5, VW ID4, Tesla Model 3, Tesla Model Y, Tesla Model S, Tesla Model X, uh, Nissan Leaf, nice. uh, Renault Zoe, Chevy Bolt. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Polestar 2. Five seconds. Um, what are the others? Oh, mine's gone blank. Time, 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 time. <laughs> nice. Uh, that was solid. Was it pretty solid, yeah? It was pretty solid. Three, thought... three out of five. Oh, it's Ooh. pretty good. Yeah, three out of five. So you had uh, Volkswagen ID4, mm-hmm. uh, Nissan Leaf, uh, Tesla yeah. Mo- Model X, and I also had BMW i3 and Audi e-tron. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Or sorry, awesome. Audi. Audi e-tron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So there are the five I had. Three out of five, though. That's solid. That's pretty good for a guest. Usually when the guests come on, they yeah. get uh, zero. You didn't win the thousand euro, but... Oh, damn. Wait, what is a thousand euro? <laughs> no, it's crones, isn't it? It's Swedish crones. crones yeah, it's about four euro. Um, we'll we'll post you uh, um, uh, um, 
I'm looking for we don't, we don't have to. My, my parents are going over to him actually in the next. Uh, oh, next your few parents? Weeks. Oh, same parents? Yeah, we can do the same parents actually. Yeah, we'll send you over the coaster. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a waffle coaster coming over to you. Um, I'll, I'll stick it in mum and dad's luggage. I'll I'll proudly set my cup of tea on it. <laughs> um, all right, Damien. Um, thanks very much for coming on, Damien Scott uh, of Tesla Motors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for coming on the podcast, Damien. Thanks, Damien. No problem. Thanks, guys. Cheers, man. Love you. Shabam time. Do you want to go first or will I go first? Uh, you can go first if you want. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Because mine are pretty bad. I'm just actually oh. following on from last week, but they are car related as well. Oh, excellent. Um, so, did you know in Denmark that you must, by law, check under your car before you drive away from anywhere? Oh, wow. Yeah, so Danish motorists are required by law to check under their car before they're setting off. What are you looking in, for? In case children or animals are hiding underneath. I oh. wonder what got to that point where they were like, we, ha- we have lost over 75 <laughs> kids in the last month. <laughs> Please know. check onto your car. <laughs> I think that's the way Someone ran over the little mermaid. Um, okay, the last one then. I've got another one, another car led one. Um, keep a rope and a tow bar handy in Serbia. This one is probably uh, in lieu of the NCT. Serbian motorists must keep a strong rope and a tow bar in their car at all times. Uh, this doesn't instill us with confidence, though, in uh, the, the cars of Serbia. So it's the tow oh, of the cars. the Lancias or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God help them. Um, so another um, where this phrase has originated from. Uh-huh. So have you ever heard of phrase, uh, the phrase uh, run amok? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I thought it was like run amok as an M-U-C-K, muck. As in muck that yes. you have in your boots. like. But is it, it is not. It's A-M-O-K. All right. Yeah, run amok. Is there are there are there are it's okay. It's it okay. comes from <laughs> <laughs> the Mali word men amok, which means to make furious and desperate ch- charge. Captain Cook is credited with the making uh, the first outside observations and recordings of amok in Mali tribesmen in 1770 during his around the world voyage. Whoa! So run amok. Yeah. That's amazing. I yeah. did. I I literally thought it was about muck. Yep, just running in the muck and having the crack. But destroying the place. There yeah. you go. There Very you good. Go. Shell bombs. Shell bombs. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.